Well, hello. Thanks for being here. This is Krista with episode number 27 on the Wag Out Loud podcast. Are you ready for today's canine fun fact? An Australian cattle dog named Bluey holds the Guinness World Record for the oldest dog ever. He lived for 29 years and five months. Welcome to the Wag Out Loud podcast, where we cater to dogs and the people who love them, bringing you helpful tips on canine health care, nutrition, and overall well-being. I'm your host, Krista Karpowicz, and I am super excited to be bringing you yet another tail-wagging episode. We have another awesome episode coming up. With me today is Dee Dee Mercer Moffitt, and she is the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, which is an online wholesale direct-to-consumer raw pet food distributor. Her mantra is, friends don't let friends feed kibble. I love that. Dee Dee is a certified raw and pet health nutritionist who has not only built a business pet parents can trust, but also has a team of top-notch vets and consultants who help educate consumers on how to transition their pets away from processed foods. Dee Dee's podcast on iTunes is The Raw Dog Food Truth. It's heard weekly by concerned pet parents who are looking for real answers and real long-term solutions to their pet's health. Dee Dee, thank you so much for being on the show today. Hey, Chris, it's my pleasure. Well, we are getting into a awesome topic, true to my heart, how to educate your vet on the raw diet. <laughs> now, Dee Dee, you've been feeding raw for over 20 years. Why do you believe in it so much? Well, I've seen the results. I've seen how many dogs have come to us and have had digestive issues skin issues, picky eaters. There's just so many reasons that I believe in it. And I've been feeding it for, as you say, you know, 20 years, I've seen it with my own eyes. And this is so much more than just information that you can get out there on Google, right? It's experience. You've got to have the experience. If you see it, you will believe it. Absolutely. I'm with you on that one. Okay, so why are so many veterinarians resistant to feeding raw and advocating that for their patients? Hmm. Well, I don't think that they're taught that in school, Krista. So our daughter came through vet school about four years ago. They are still not teaching nutrition even today. And the nutrition classes that they do teach are very much sponsored by your big pet companies, right? Purina, actually, it's going to be Hills, Smuckers, Diamond, Mars, all of those big commercial pet food companies. And so what they're basically taught is, if you have this issue, push this dog over here to this prescription diet. Okay, so we see constantly Dogs that are diagnosed with uh, EPI, IBD, IBS, and they're putting them on a prescription diet. I've seen the new stuff that comes out through, through the vet school. They're saying that raw dog food, or as they call them, uh, boutique foods, are a fad. 
Well, a fad is something that comes in very fast and goes out fast. This isn't a fad. Talk to our veteran feeders who've been feeding for 35 years, people that have been feeding for a very long time. This is not a fad. This is just something that is not been marketed mainstream because the people that market it mainstream are the people that are in the big commercial pet food companies. So it is a lack of education. Look, vets come out of vet school with a $250,000 financial loan that they've got to pay back. They got to get busy. They then go into a clinic and that clinic is selling prescription dog food. That is a 40% profit margin. It is a big part of their business. So any new vet, number one, is going to be working hard, long hours, just to try to pay back their own school loan. And they're not going to go against the grain. How many people are going to stand in a room with other peers and colleagues that do not think like you do and go against the grain? They're not going to risk their jobs. So that's part of it right there. I think what we see with the older vets, uh, the vets who have been out of vet school for 30 something years and don't have a lot to lose, uh, like Dr. Judy Jasek, who I know you've interviewed. Dr. Judy Jasek, who is on my podcast every Tuesday. She is the holistic vet. She feeds our food. She's a cancer vet. She's out of the box. She's out of the bag and she's into raw feeding. So this is just this is just the way it is. But I have seen a need to really vets aren't going to get educated. They don't have time. They're worn out. Look, it's a tough job, no doubt, being a vet. So I've got to do a better job of educating my pet parents. And I would say come over to my website, Raw Dog Food and Company. Sign up for my newsletter because as soon as my course is ready and we have webinars all the time, Dr. Judy's got another webinar we've got coming up. You want to be notified of these. I'm going to teach you how to not be so afraid to push back or to ask the questions from your vet so that your pet has the best health possible. That is going to be our job as pet parents, not the vet's job. Well said. And I think they are almost making their jobs easier in a way. So by feeding this processed food that you see in your veterinarian's lobby, those are exactly the foods that are causing so many of the inflammatory diseases. So you feed that and your dog gets diabetes, cancer, you know, so many other things. And that's just another reason for you to take your dog back to the veterinarian to treat those Whereas whole, natural, raw food actually heals the dog and makes them happier and healthier, correct? Absolutely. Well, first of all, dry kibble has only been around since the 1920s. Prior to that, our dogs were eating scraps and, you know, whole foods. This notion that it is a complete and balanced diet is ridiculous, It is ridiculous. And I think that what people need to understand is that all of these products that say they're AAFCO complete and balanced means zippity-doo-dah-nothing. And I'll tell you how that they get this complete and balanced status from AAFCO, which is a body that doesn't govern. It doesn't 
test and it, well, I'll tell you how the test is done. They don't regulate. Okay. But here's how the feeding trials are done on this food that we have been convinced that is so good for our dogs. A feeding trial only has to have eight dogs in a feeding trial. Okay. The trials run for only a short period of time, 26 weeks. Okay. 26 weeks. In those 26 weeks, as they're feeding this group of eight dogs and two dogs are allowed to fall out. So now we've got six. Only four values are examined uh, in the feeding trial. Hemoglobin, the PCV, which is packed cell volume, the alkaline phosphate, and serum albumin. So there's really no requirement for a full blood chemistry panel, no complete blood count, and no urinalysis. And the dogs are examined by a veterinarian after the trial is completed to make sure they're not dead. Mm -hmm. So this is how you get your complete and balanced nutrition. And what I hear from vets over and over again is that they want to say about the raw diet is that it's not complete and balanced. And that because we have on our labels, it says for supplemental feeding only that you shouldn't feed this to your dog. Well, understand this. We have for supplemental feeding only because we do not adhere to the AAFCO nutrient profiles. That means this. AAFCO, because dry kibble is dead, 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 okay? That means they've got to put a bunch of vitamins and minerals back in it, synthetic vitamins and minerals that work against one another that the body doesn't recognize that cause more harm than good. Right. If we did not put for supplemental feeding only, we would have to put all of that in our raw dog food. Now, raw dog food, those vitamins and minerals in a whole food are bioavailable to the body. So why would we add a bunch of zinc, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of vitamin D, a bunch of that the dog doesn't need? Mm -hmm. So this is what I'm trying to educate the pet parents on so that when the vet says this is not completely balanced, it says for supplemental feeding only, that you understand what to ask them. And I'm going to teach you how to talk to them about their prescription diets. What things can you ask them? What happens to these prescription diets when they're submitted to a high heat? That is very dangerous. You know, bacteria, that's the one thing that they hit everyone with. Oh, <laughs> there's so much yeah. bacteria. And I, wanna, I want our pet parents to ask their veterinarian. Now, Mr. Whitecoat, the bacteria that we're talking about here, are we talking about it being harmful to my dog? Or are we talking about it being harmful to me and my family? Exactly. And if they say it's harmful to you and your family, then what you need to understand, pet parents, is that when you go to the grocery store, unless you're a vegan, and I will say that we have 50% of our customer base are vegans, but they honor the carnivore in their dog. But if you go to the grocery store and you buy meat or you buy chicken, that food is allowed to have more salmonella, more pathogens than raw dog food is. Why? Because they expect you to cook it. But when you take it out of the bag, 
taken out of its plastic container, you are subjecting yourself to salmonella. So the question would come back to the veterinarian. How do I go about not killing myself with salmonella because I'm eating chicken and and meat? It makes zero sense. So you have got to get educated, pet parents. Come on, snap out of it. (laughs) All right. One thing I did want to talk to you about is why isn't there really any research or clinical studies to back up the benefits of feeding raw? (laughs) Money. Who, who, who's going to do that? There is a research going on over in Helsinki, and they have done great research. And what they are actually finding is that dogs that are fed a raw diet have lower, let's just say it this way, the inflammation is far lower in their body. The hemocysteines or homocysteines, as it's called, the things that cause inflammation in the body are far lower in raw-fed dogs than dry-fed, commercial-fed dogs. Now, what we know about inflammation is this. It is the precursor to every disease in humans and in dogs. So there is a study going on, but it is self-funded. When you look at the studies that are being done today, you have to look at who's backing those studies, who has the money. Well, if you look at Hills, you look at Mars, you look at Smuckers, these are the people that own the big commercial pet food companies. The top five are probably going to come in around $50 billion. So they're going to fund these certain research projects. And I had one of my customers from Kansas say to me, you should really look at Kansas State because they're doing a lot of studying on raw, on dog food. And I said, well, I'd certainly like to know who is funding that because it's not the raw dog food companies. Hmm. We don't have that kind of money. And, yeah. and so it is the, why would, why would a company that is not going to make raw dog food do a study on it? Why would they do that? They're not going to do it. It all comes down to the money. It does. It comes down to the money. But here's where we need people's help, Krista. We need pet parents to get educated. We need for you to sign a petition. There's a petition going on right now. You can find this petition at freedomtofeed.info. This is coming from Answers Pet Food who has been dinged by the FDA. They've had, uh, the FDA has tried to push several recalls. All raw dog food companies are getting hit right now. What are these recalls based on? These recalls are based on a zero tolerance policy for bacteria in raw dog food. Just like what I was talking about, you know, they allow more bacteria in the food that we eat in the grocery store than they do in a raw dog food manufacturing plant or in the food. Now, a dog has a pH of two. They lick their butt. They eat poop. They eat deer poop. They eat goose poop. They eat trash. They eat dead things. And you're telling me that traces of salmonella are dangerous to a dog and we can't have it. First of all, we don't want to be feeding a dog a sterile food. So when you're out there, and I don't ever cut other dog food companies down, but what you're going to have to look at is, is that food HPP, high pressure pasteurized? If it is, it's sterile. That means it has no live enzymes in it. So 
I don't know. I, is it a step up from kibble? Yes, I would say it is because it doesn't have all the sugar. But is it dead? Yeah, it's totally dead. Mm-hmm. You feed raw dog food because it has live enzymes in it. This is why we see so many dogs with allergies, cancer, IBD, IBS, healing. Krista, I'm going to tell you this one story real quick. I had a German Shepherd, a German Shepherd puppy. From the day that the owner got this puppy, this dog had chronic diarrhea. I'm talking water, right? Took this dog to four different vets, spent $5,000. What were the vets doing? Prescription diet, medications, antibiotics. Finally, the last vet said, this dog has a inherited case of EPI. That's basically pancreatic insufficiency. We think that you should put this dog down. The owner calls me because a breeder that call raw dog food and company, they've had great success with raw dog uh, food, called me. Now, he was so scared, he didn't start my diet for at least a week after he ordered. Because people say, well, I want to finish up this dry kibble. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to finish eating this poison because I don't want to waste my money. But here's the thing. I love this guy, and he's going to come on my podcast. A week into the raw dog food, solid poops. Today, he's been on it for uh, a year. This dog is beautiful. He is healthy. All he ever had to do was get off the offending foods. And people tell me all the time, my dog is allergic to every protein out there. And I said, well, that's really probably impossible. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, uh, on my kibble, I've gone from kangaroo to duck to, to turkey to beef. And I said, well, it's sort of like this. I keep switching up my donuts. I keep thinking, you know, maybe if I do a strawberry donut and I did a maple donut, maybe I'll do a a cookies and cream donut. I must be allergic to cookies and cream and strawberry and maple. No, you're just allergic to the daggum donut. The donut (laughs) is causing the problem. So I'm very passionate about this stuff, but I'm very getting to be very hardcore. And that means pet parents get educated. Do not do a pure raw diet like what we distribute here at Raw Dog Food and Company if you cannot stomach a low vomit, if you can't stomach some loose stools, if you can't stomach a recall, because it's going to happen. Go feed a sterile food. And as Dr. Jasek would say, if your dog has the runs for a couple of days, it's just trying to get something out of its system. It's not sick. The dog's not sick. So, Dee Dee, in your opinion, what nutrients and ingredients would be the perfect blend in a raw diet? Bone, meat, organ, fat, tripe. And rotate the heck. So... If you look at uh, Raw Dog Food and Company site, we have so many different products, right? And what I believe, what our top nutritionist, Neely Piazza, and if you want to work with somebody on helping you get the best diet for your dog, come to my site. You can find her through there. She's fabulous. You get $15 off just by saying you're an RDF Go referral. But myself, Neely, and Dr. Jasek, we all say this. Feed a variety of proteins. Feed a variety of models. When I say model, I mean this. 
We have the healthy variety mix. Those are 10% fruits and veggies. We have the PMRs, which is a prey model raw that has 15% bone and 15% organs. And then you can do a prey model that has 10% bone and 10% organs. Dogs don't need the same thing every day, Krista. Some days Mm -hmm. they get more organs. Some days they get more bone. Some days they just get tripe. And some days, guess what? You fast them. You don't feed them at all. And people are like, oh, my dog is starving. I'm like, they're not starving. Do you know a dog could go 100 days? They've done studies on this. I mean, I wouldn't suggest it, but if dogs have gone 100 days without eating. So just because a dog says, look, mom, dad, I don't want to eat breakfast this morning. It's hot outside. Do you really need to run them to the vet? Now, I'm not going to say don't because, you know, do what you want. But I think we, I always joke with Rick, my husband, I always say, I think we make the vets a lot of money. Because people are so afraid of the raw diet that they will run their dog to the vet for nothing. And they will spend $1,500 and get, yeah, your dog's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why did you start Raw Dog Food and Company? And what makes your products different from other brands on the market? Well, what Dr. Jasek loves about our product and what I love about our product is this. There are no premixes. There are no additives. This is what raw dog food was meant to be. When this started years ago, you didn't have all of these, oh, we're going to throw in all of these, you know, vitamins and minerals and premixes. You know why people do that or why companies do that? Because people like it. Because people are the ones that are spending the money. And Dr. JC, she is a cancer vet. If you are feeding a food that has all of those premixes, all those vitamins, all those supplements added in, she's going to pull you off of that because you can't tell what's going on with the dog. You can't take that stuff out of the food, but you can add it. So if we find a dog that needs more vitamin D, and by the way, sardines have your highest level of vitamin D as well as omega-3s, but if you find that you need to supplement, you can. You can add that. You can't take it out. We started this because it is a passion of mine. It is a passion of my husband's. We come from from corporate America where we understand customer service. Our customers are very important to us. We pride ourselves on going over and above for our customers. We are a wholesale direct to consumer. We are passionate about helping pet parents afford it. If you look in the pet food stores, number one, you're not going to find this type of food. But number two, you're going to be paying three times as much. So people who have large dogs, even multiple large dogs would go broke. You know, we had the, we had the CEO of Cabela's who was buying from us and he would literally drive to our Fort Collins stop from Sydney, Nebraska. They had 20 dogs and so they would come, you know, and buy from, we have a lot of breeders. We have a lot of uh, show dogs and we just have a lot of, you know, concerned pet parents that want to pull their dogs off of kibble. And they need a company that doesn't just sell them the food, that, but educates them, helps them, has the team that we have here at Raw Dog Food and Company to help them through any and all process of the raw feeding uh, lifestyle. And talk about education. We have to educate ourselves and our veterinarians. We do need to wrap up everybody, but 
as Didi said, it's all about education and, you know, learn about how to balance a raw diet and research the super premium raw brands that are available, such as Didi's organization. Didi, where can people learn more about Raw Dog Food and Company and how can they get a hold of you? Go to Raw Dog Food and spell out and Raw Dog Food and co.com. When you go there, uh, you'll see a little red box come out. It says sign up for, you know, our newsletter, our sales, our, basically what you're going to sign up for there is to get alerted when we have these free webinars, when we have our expert series webinars, and when we have this course ready for you on how to educate your pet on the raw diet. In the meantime, go to my feeding chart and facts page. That's going to have lots of information that you're going to want to look through. A lot of the stuff that I talked about today. And then you can just email me or you can also get in touch with one of our top-notch people. Dr. Judy Jasek is on my preferred providers page, as is our top nutritionist who can do a meal plan for you, Neely Piazza. Didi, thank you so much for being on the show. We definitely want to have you back again. And hopefully we have more people that are interested in what Raw could do for their dogs. Thanks again. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Wag Out Loud podcast. If you enjoy the show, please be sure to subscribe. And we'd love to hear your comments. You can find out more by visiting wagoutloud.com. And there you'll find great product recommendations and fantastic resources. That's also where to visit our Bark About It page, where you can suggest topics, guests, or products. I appreciate you. Catch you next time.